let's go into Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps going. Is David Bowie there? No. No. This is an infinite labyrinth. No. The first one. The first one. Not the sequel. <laughs> That'll be the next week. One. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Hello. I almost dropped my water bottle right on the floor. Oh, no. That would have been real bad. Hello, this is Jared, and now watch Sailor Moon Crystal. You I'm Jared. kind of sounded like a soccer player or a soccer announcer for a minute. Go! There you go. <laughs> I'm Ann Ladium. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I am the owl. She is the owl. Hoot hoot. Not that kind of owl. <laughs> Not that kind of owl. This is episode 35. Where we're going to talk about Act 34, <laughs> Infinity 8, Infinite Labyrinth 1. <laughs> so many friggin' numbers. It's insane. It's so out of control. The numbers don't lie. Neither do. Well, I mean, they kind of do tips? because the episodes are off kilter. Yep. Just wait till we get to arc four and some two movies and then it'll be even worse. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, so last time Shibuya is basically dead. Whoops. Hotaru is transformed into Mistress Nine. Yep. Everything's bad. Yep. And then we start off this episode with, <laughs> with like a heart monitor and it just flat lies and the doctor's like, well, she's basically dead. I, I, I can't do anything later. <laughs> I sent you the picture from this uh, from the manga where he's like, she is on her deathbed. Her heart has stopped beating. And I was like, um, unless he means this literally, he's a terrible doctor because her heart stopped beating, which means that she is dead. And then you said it was like the doctor from Arrested Development. And that's all I could think of. Well, he's all right. <laughs> By that, I mean, he's all right. He only has one arm his right arm <laughs> it's a hook on the left one now <laughs> uh, it, it, it's such a man that's a line her heart stopped she's really on her deathbed it was it was bad um so everybody's mourning because chibius is dead even though the doctor is implying that maybe she's not dead yeah <laughs> and then like <laughs> and then like so he's like her hand's getting very cold it's like what yeah, she's dead. Dead. Yeah, that's what happens when your heart stops beating because blood stops circulating through your body. And Mama was like, let's get her out of this hospital. Take her to my place. I'll keep her alive. <laughs> don't trust machines. I don't trust machines. <laughs> <laughs> I could do a better job. It was, it was really... It was bizarre. <laughs> it is. But hey, it's Mamoru's big important role he has for this season. Yeah, and I mean, like, I'm proud of him for being useful. Because basically they take him back to, or take her back to Mamoru's place. And he, he has, he, hand. he basically links his life with, her life, his life force with hers to, like, mm -hmm. keep her alive until they can get back the silver crystal and all that jazz. Which essentially isn't foolproof because like that's not going to keep her alive forever right like that's gonna that's gonna make a huge drain on him mm -hmm. 
So this is kind of like a very, hey, we kind of this is our last resort. We need to do this, and hey, we'll get that thing back like pretty quickly. Yeah, we kind of need it. Um. Also, I brought it up. He's got like so much clavicle showing because he just like opens the top of his shirt during this entire process. It's really strange. And then they make out over, over her, her dead, dead body. body. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, it was. It was, it was weird. <laughs> so weird. Uh, meanwhile, we're having more inner conflict because the outer guardians are like, so we got to kill Mistress Nine. Yeah, that's real bad. And Usagi's also like. Look, there's got to be another way, right? But but we got to save Chibiusa, so maybe there isn't another way. Oh, God, help. I don't understand. I don't know. Ah! Let me make out with Mamoru over my dead child. <laughs> dead future child. Dead future child. Uh, I mean, I can understand having an existential crisis here on, like, what to do. Yeah. It's... It's understandable. It's like one of the few things that I'm like, all right, Usagi, I get you for this one. Because most of the time, Usagi, I'm like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? But here, I'm like, yeah, all right, all right. She's legit. The one good thing about the season is that for the most part, Usagi's had like a level head on her shoulders. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, what isn't she like about to go to high school or she is in high school? Uh, basically, I think the next arc will be like, there's a. In between arc four and arc five is when they go to high school. Because okay. arc five, they, they've started high school. Because essentially she's like a year older here, so. Yeah, probably. Because um, I remember they were talking about like their exams and all that nonsense. So mm -hmm. um, being a guardian has done a lot to mature Usagi, but it took a long freaking time. <laughs> it did. And she still has moments where you're like, oh my goodness, child. But... Um, I mean, she still has weird moments like making out over her dead future child. <laughs> She's still a kid. Yeah, she is. Um, as evidenced by her jealousy over the the chastity chalice. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! So basically, Usagi leaves Mamoru to do his thing to keep Chibiusa alive, and then once like she leaves the building, the others are just like waiting for her. And, like, are you are you good? You good? Let's go. Let's go kick some butt. Mm-hmm. Let's go whoop some ass. <laughs> so they head off to Mugen Academy because basically they think, okay, well, if Hotaro or Mistress Nine is here or is anywhere, it's probably going to be here. Presumably. So that's where they head off to. And just things go bad. Things get real bad. Uh, yeah. They basically all get split up. Like, immediately. <laughs> Never a good sign. Never a good sign. The Outer Guardians are, like, on the outside trying to get in, but, like, they're they're blocked by a bunch of, like, vines. Six-second clips trying to keep them from entering. <laughs> but, essentially, all of Witches 5 has been resurrected. Somehow. Yeah. And they have taken, like, one of the Guardians and, like, separate everyone from everyone else. Basically, like, the Guardian who was originally going to fight them in the original, like, storyline, like, they're back again, so... Yes. 
the plant one gets back to Jupes and the fire one gets back to Mars, etc. The smart one goes back to Mercury. Yes. So and that all happens. And the goes to Venus. Yes. So that all happens. And basically the gist of it is like they're dividing everyone up and then trying to brainwash the others and to be like, what if you didn't fight for Sailor Moon anymore? Yeah, what if you just did whatever you wanted? Wouldn't that just be such an easier life? Wouldn't that make things so much better? Like, man, think of all the stuff you could do. It would be great. (laughs) So, like, the the fire gal with Ray is like, what if you were just, like, learning, you know, martial arts and manners? (laughs) (laughs) And fortune telling. And fortune telling. Uh, Did you just call her fire gal? Not Ray, the 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 gal who was. I know, but did you call her Fire Gal? Fire Gal. <laughs> okay, okay. Just what? Checking to make sure that that's what you called her. Yeah, what I did thought you... my ears were deceiving me for a what moment. What did you think I called her? No, no, no. That's exactly what I thought okay. you were calling her. I just think it's funny that you're calling her Fire Gal fire because gal. it sounds like something my grandpa would have said. <laughs> that Fire Gal. That Fire over Gal. There. Smart Gal is with Ami, and she's got her trapped in nano machines again. She's like. What if you just stopped hanging with Sailor Moon and had all this free time to study? Think of how much more you could learn, all the knowledge you'd gain, all the tests you could take. Think how much smarter you would be. Also, we both learned at this point that Ami has three earrings in her left ear. Neither of us knew that. (laughs) For some reason. Yeah. Ami's a punk star. Apparently. Uh, Plant gals with jupes and... And she's like, what if you stopped hanging with Sailor Moon and had all this time to hang out with plants? Like, all, all these roses I have. <laughs> Hers is the weirdest. She's like, yeah, I want to hang out in the rose garden with somebody I love forever. I'm like. Her hunk Tom. It, right. I forgot about hunky Tom. <laughs> it's funny because like, she's like talking about, like, oh, I'm in a rose garden. I could think of it. I was like, man, mama is like, oh, I want to be there too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I want to throw all those roses. Why can't I be with the roses? I'm just a life support machine. Oh. And then Venus gets like transported to on a stage and then idol gal's like, hey, didn't you want to be an idol singer? This is your chance. Look at the crowd's all waiting for you. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I did want to be a teen idol. That was so cool. I should do this. And then Usagi's just by herself. Yeah. She's sort like, of. Oh, I'm by myself. But, oh, and then also she like imagines or hallucinates everyone like turning on her. And Chibi trying to like strangle her. Yeah. And then Mama just goes, I'm like, that's right, Chibi, strangle her. Ha ha ha. It's like everyone's just like ganging up on her, but then like Mamaru from his his apartment's like, "Don't do it, Usa! Don't give in!" And then she like snaps out of it. <laughs> yeah, he he's like, "All that's fake, yo! Don't don't believe that." And she's like, "Oh, okay. like, oh yeah." Well. <laughs> this is like the most useful Mamaru's been. He's a life support machine, and he's able to break the the mind control, and he helps her become Super Sailor Moon, like. Good job, Mamaru. You're, I mean, you're it, doing your part for the team here. It also helps that, you know, the first arc, he's just gone for most of it. The second arc, he's basically, he's support, but, like, they're still having, like, their weird issues. Yeah. 
the jealousy nonsense. But here, yeah, he's like he, he gets to he gets to help out in a variety of different ways. Even if he's mm-hmm. like, even if a lot of the scenes he's just standing there. Yeah, and a few of them that were like, oh hey, right, he's there. But <laughs> at the same time, like he's he's doing some good stuff here. I'm pretty proud of him. So basically, Usagi gets out of the hallucination. She finds herself like in the lobby of Bugen Academy. Like and all of which is five is there, and then like there's this weird glue pillar that the other guardians are in, which is weird. Uh, meanwhile, the outer guardians have made their way in, finally, and Usagi transforms the Super Sailor Moon, and then pretty much they're able to defeat the new versions of which is five get everyone back to normal. I think uh, there were some new attacks here. Yep. We so get we some cool stuff um, like that. Neptune and Pluto attacks. Yes. Yeah. Which are submarine reflection and Kronos typhoon. Respectively. I can't remember. Cause I feel like the ending of this episode, I forget what the ending of this episode did. Was the ending of this episode because they fought a huge like Damon? Yeah, but I don't remember if that was like all of which is five or if that was like was that Calonite? Uh, I thought it was the which is five because I don't remember Calonite being there yet. I know she resurrected them and that was mad because she's like, Oh, my resurrection! No, let's see what the manga says. All right, we will see. Because that might give us a hint. Yay, hints. It's just funny since we just watched this yesterday, guys. We watched it like two days ago. <laughs> was it? Fair. I thought it was yesterday. No. Okay, it was two days ago. You're right, you're right, you're right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Snine price. gulped down the, the legendary silver crystal copyright trademark restricted. <laughs> He's like, mmm, silver crystal, chomp. Tasty snacks. I love silver crystals. Damn. All right, uh, there's the Guardians getting saved. Okay, yeah, so they bust into the, like, the principal's office, and then Kalonite's there. And then they defeat Kalonite. So I guess that's the... Uh, and then the ending is... Or in this, at least in this, is Mistress Nine gulping down the legendary silver crystal. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember them fighting her in this one, so whoops. It kind of happens real quick, because I think she transforms into like a daemon or something. And then they fight, they fight that. Okay. So yeah, it's a little, it's a little, a little hazy, a little hazy, a little hazy. It was also late. It was, yeah, that too. And it was like we watched this episode when we were not really intending to watch this episode. Yeah, uh, that that was funny. You're like, oh, I want to see if um, uh, I will never say it right. I know it's Memorial Clover, Clover Z. Z. Yeah, yeah. If that Z. version of the opening was was had started yet and thankfully yeah, it did and we're like all right well we might as well just watch this episode too because <laughs> the opening is just like chibusa is dead it was intense <laughs> and you text me and you're like well that's an interesting way to uh, start the episode i'm like well now i have to watch it i have to know that's so what yeah I do. um so that's what we did what kind of changes do we have well Let's talk about changes from the manga. Okay. Kalonite kills a bat and uses blood as a component for her ritual in resurrecting the Witches Five. Jesus. 
Uh, Mercury is capture, captured by Villowy when wires from the supercomputer bind her, not nanomachines. Sailor Venus My is entangled by... <laughs> not micromachines. <laughs> Sailor Venus is entangled by the microphone wires by Mimet. Sailor Moon is shown an illusion of Mamoru killing Chibiusa. Both Kronos, Typhoon, and Submarine Reflection are used together to kill the Witches Five. The other Senshi do not fight Kalanite, and Hotaro is not visually bound by thorny vines within Mistress Nine. Huh. And then changes from the original anime. The inner Senshi were not captured by the Witches Five. After Mistress, Mistress Nine awoke, Mugen Academy was shielded by undifferentiated daemons. The Witches Five were never brought back to life. The three outer Sailor Guardians did not have the ability to generate shields. Kalanite never displayed the ability of resurrecting the Witches Five, though she did return to life herself through unknown methods. Kalanite was killed by Mistress Nine after she emerged from Hotaru. Kalanite did not transform into a daemon. Mistress Nine had only consumed Chibiusa's pure heart crystal, which revitalized her and allowed to take full possession of Hotaru's mind and body. Only Sailor's Moon, Uranus, and Neptune made it into Mugen Academy after Mistress Nine awoke. Sailor Moon was captured by Mistress Nine, who had intended to get the Holy Grail from her in order to summon her master, Pharaoh Ninety. Uranus and Neptune were transported or teleported inside Mugen Academy by Sailor Pluto's power, who had died when she <sighs> used her time-stopping ability to save them all from an exploding helicopter. What? What a wild ride the original anime was. And then you get Otome-looking tuxedo mask ending. Mm, right <laughs> that was a noise <laughs> I got excited I'm sorry so I was not expecting this ending <laughs> at all you had told me before that there was a Mamoru ending but yep. you did not prepare me for this nope <laughs> at all I don't know why you didn't prepare me for this cause it's funnier that way I guess so I mean like I fully admit sometimes I get like the thirst for it, uh, like fictional characters <laughs> the thirst the thirst yeah i mean like akihiko apollo justice it happens there have been moments in the in watching crystal i'm like yeah yeah i i I'll let mamaru have it this is one of the moments where i was like oh oh yes yes he is a hottie mchottie pants and what the heck? He is so extra. It makes no sense. <laughs> and he's beautiful. It was wonderful. And he's sitting in the rain. Yeah, he's just like standing in the rain and his shirt's all wet and like clinging to him. And he's like standing there. I'm like, what? But that's not even the part that I was like really into. It was the beginning where he's being so freaking extra. It was with very his good. Cape and <laughs> it was awesome. Like, yeah. Huh, keep flip. Huh, keep flip. Fully, fully, fully a thousand percent attracted to Mamoru. Thank you, ending. <laughs> it was funny because, like, after that originally aired the first time, it was just like the Sailor Moon Crystal Tag was just full of people being like, oh my god, I want to bone Mamoru now. Even more like, so. How did they not? I would say, how did they not from, like, early? They needed the, they needed more extraness. They needed all those cape flips. I mean, yeah, fair. Cape flips. That's how you get a. That's how you get the ladies. <laughs> it's true. That's why I keep all my capes in my room. Do flips, and I'm just like, oh man, 
I wake up and all these ladies are on me. Help. <laughs> what did I do? Cape Too flips, many cape duh. flips. Apparently. Gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was that was where the thirst fully it came out. It was a good moment. Oh, well, anyways. So I'm looking forward to watching more of that ending. <laughs> Does it go to the very end of season three? I mean, this is this is the last ending. I don't know if they like they switch it for like the final episode or something like that. But oh god, yeah. I hope not. It's the last ending that they Heck have. Yeah. Um. So like, there are very few positive things that I have to say about season three in terms of like art. That's one of them. There was a title card and or not a title card, but it's still in one of them. That's like, yeah, it's pretty art. Yeah, the Mama ending. Yeah, it's it's a positive. <laughs> Straight up. That's about it. I still hate the art of season three. <laughs> well, next time <laughs> when you join us, we will be on episode thirty-six, talking about Act Thirty-five, Infinity Nine. Infinite Labyrinth 2. Oh my god. We continue down our labyrinth of infinity. It's like it's like an Etrion Odyssey or Persona Q dungeon. Yeah. Got our map ready. We're going to keep that going. This labyrinth just keep moving along. It's no stop in sight. None. Zero. But hey, if you want more from us, go to SeasonLimeCheckup.com or SAC.cool for past episodes of this podcast. And you can find other podcasts like Season Lime Checkup and Season Lime Checkup OVA and columns and reviews as well. You can find Ann Ladium at AnnLadium.com and you can find columns and reviews from her as well. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash AnimeCheckup where we check all the tweets. All, all of them. Of them. So yeah, next time, episode 36, act 35, more numbers, because this show is all about, this show is all about the numbers. 